Hey, and welcome back to the Smooth Operator Podcast. I'm your host, Allison Caffrey, and today I'm going to talk about the time I was part of a Guinness World Record. I'll see you inside. All right. So um, as you guys know, I grew up in New Jersey. And when I was in college, uh, there was a beach town, Asbury Park, uh, that really wanted to basically create a Guinness Book world record for how many zombies uh, they could uh, create in one place. So basically what they did was around Halloween is they uh, told all of us to dress up um, in this uh, zombie walk. And the plan was to basically segment off the boardwalk and the beach and put turnstiles in between and basically count how many people made it from the boardwalk onto the beach. So we were kind of all called uh, to dress up like zombies, report at a certain time, go onto the beach, and then they did their official count. And I honestly forget what the number was, but we got the Guinness World Record at the time. So we were all really excited. And so after that, we were invited to kind of do this walk um, through the town kind of a parade of sorts. And uh, we were just kind of all crazy people dressed up like zombies. Um, So it was a very, very interesting thought um, to have. And to this day, it's still the thing where when everyone is in a room and they're like, tell us the most interesting thing about you, I always say that, that I have a Guinness World Record for most people or I'm part of one. (laughs) Most people dressed up like zombies in one place. And so this uh, got me thinking about... um, process uh, this morning. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, in that experience, I actually just recently saw a picture, which made me think of it of me and my husband, actually boyfriend at the time we've been we were back dating. And uh, he, uh, we we both kind of had our own take on like, you know, the zombie thing, some people were just themselves, but then threw blood all over themselves. And some people were like, you know, death to the businessman, which was what my husband actually was. And he put blood all over himself and wore a suit. And I was death to the hipster. So I, you know, dressed up like a hipster and put blood all over me. And so there were just different takes on, you know, the same thing, right? So the calls to action were the exact same that, you know, the the township put out. They said, everyone dress like a zombie, be here at this time, go through the turnstiles at this time, and then walk along this parade. And so the levels of investment um, or the the basically the process that they took to get dressed up and come do this were just, you know, vastly different. And this all kind of boils down to experience. But what I want to kind of stress here is that, you know, everyone did what they were supposed to do on paper, right? They came in, they dressed up like a zombie, they were there on time, they got counted for the world record. But almost every single person had a very different idea of what they wanted like their zombie to be. And so I feel like with process, we feel sometimes like, you know, oh, you know, we need an onboarding process that's like this person's, or we need a company handbook, or we need a time off request process that's just like everybody else's. But in reality, a lot of times when I work with folks and they, you know, and I have a ton of templates and and they look at the templates and they're like, wow, this is great. This gets us like 80% of the way there. What I always stress is that you know, there's some things that you have to do, right? When we were zombies, we had to make ourselves look like zombies, right? That was a non-negotiable. The second thing we had to do is we had to be there on time, right? And the third thing that we kind of had to do, it was an optional thing is, right, we needed to walk in the parade. So those things are kind of the benchmarks that people can look at in a process, a good way to templatize the way someone could go through something, right? What needs to be true for this to actually function properly? And then what you can do is you can begin 
to say, all right, so now I'm going to go and, you know, send them a gift or I'm going to send them this agreement and the agreement needs to achieve a couple of things. So now we need to write the agreement up and okay, well, what software are we going to use? And that's those sorts of things can you know, begin to kind of personalize things a little bit more. And if you listen to the last episode around creativity, this is another way that you can be really creative with your processes is you can say, okay, what is the bare minimum that this needs to create? And then how can I kind of do my own take on my own zombie, right? So it really does give your, you know, clients and your team a little bit more of a cultural feel, right? They feel like they are getting to know you a little bit. They feel like their experience is a little bit different. Um, if we get too stuffy, then sometimes, um, you know, clients feel like maybe they aren't heard or team members feel like the tasks are too mundane. And so when you're thinking about creating something that is a little bit standard, um, just think about <laughs> what kind of zombie uh, you would be, you know, maybe think about what uh, you would be doing if the zombie apocalypse happened and then kind of go from there. Um, But I'm hoping that uh, this was a fun um, little different take on how to create really standard processes. Um, you know, again, everyone is different. Every every process is different. So even if you're feeling like you're in the same market or you're all doing the same task, um, you can kind of use the opportunities to add some flair to your processes and really uh, bring some either faster results or just a better uh, ride along the way. So thank you so much for joining and I will see you guys on the next episode. Take care.